Welcome to the Whispered Wellness Podcast, the podcast that brings you insights and inspiration for a healthier and happier life. I'm Spinderella Mutlou, the founder and your host. Our goal is to take you on a transformative journey towards achieving balance, well-being and fulfillment in all areas of your life. Be inspired as we explore various aspects of health and wellness. Yes, friend. How are you doing, my love? How are you doing? I'm great, friend. And how are you doing? It's good to be back, y'all. I am so lovely. It's I'm so, so great excited. to be back. I'm so excited to I be know. back. I know. It's I think, been like a good two weeks. I know, right? I think uh, this uh-huh. two weeks break is just a bit crazy long. Anyway, it was so long. I know, right? I missed, I missed this. I missed this too so much. It is so but I don't know if back. I can do it. I don't know. I'm, <laughs> I feel like I'm starting all over again. It feels <laughs> so foreign. I know, but right? I think I'll get a hang of it. Yeah. But then we hear. So tell, tell me, tell me, tell me how you're feeling. I'm What's feeling, been in your mind? What's I'm been happening? So great, friend. I feel so great. I was at church. Um, I went to hey, church girl. after a long time. Not, there hasn't been a long, long time. I went to church, I think, two, three weeks ago. But yes, um, since I'm in a new environment, like a new place, um, a new area, I mean, I had to find a new yes. church, right? And I went yeah. to try this other one, I think, a week ago. No, no, two weeks ago. And two I weeks was ago, like, I remember, yeah. I was like, nah. <clears throat> Nah, this is not for me. This is not for me. But then <laughs> I went to this other one, friend. And from the minute I walked in, I was like, oh, man. You know, when you, you're not foreign to a place, it's like you've been here. You feel like home. And I was like, no, man, this is giving. God is here with me, you know? And it was just so. This is giving, cool. I belong here. Yeah, I belong here. And your the worship was just amazing. The word was out of this world. I think, I yeah, that. I felt like, no, man. Uh, you know what? God meets you at your point of need. When Come you on, know yeah. you need something, he just comes there. Because I've been needing this assurance. But God, wait, are you here with me? Are we good? Yeah. You know? And with that, no, man. He just said, no, listen, baby girl, I'm here for you. And oh, man. It, it just felt so amazing. Um, yeah, man. So I think it's just really, really amazing. Um, and yeah, so I think I'm really, I'm, ha- I'm happy. I'm, I'm happy for you because you know what? People think church is church. Guys, church is oh, not church. Church is not church. But church sometimes... is church. Yeah, is church is a different. Not church. I mean, at the end of the day, for all Christians, yes. We believe in the same God, but mm-hmm. you know what, guys? No, you have your own church, man, where you just feel like, Hi, Lana, I belong. Yeah, my and you know, maybe it's wrong for us to have preferences mm-hmm. in terms of how people preach or teach, or because I know I love teachings mm-hmm, mm-hmm. as much as preachings can amp me up and mm-hmm, motivate mm-hmm. me and encourage me. I really love churches that teach that's when i can sit mm-hmm. down and take out my notebook mm-hmm. so when i find a church like that or i visit a church like that mm-hmm. listen i just feel like i'm at home yeah and no shade to other churches you know mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. i i understand exactly what you're saying that you know what i went to a different church uh two weeks back and i just didn't feel and i 
not saying God was not there. Yeah. You know what? We'll get there. We'll praise the Lord. Yeah. We'll do what we need to do. Mm. You know, it's not, it's not all about our feelings. It's not about our feelings at all. In fact, yeah. but you also need to be in a place where you know that you're going to be, your spirit is going to be fed. Yeah. Yeah. yeah as yeah. far as the worship is concerned, as, as far as the word is concerned, mm-hmm. you know, in a way that you understand as well. Mm-hmm. And in a way that you've been doing or you can do in your own space. Mm-hmm. So I also went to church, you know. Uh-huh. I've been visiting one church because my church is a bit far okay. now. And I'm like, you know what? I don't really have capacity to go that far as far uh-huh. as as far as a lot of things are concerned. Strength, uh-huh. <laughs> finances. I'm like, you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to shop around uh-huh. for this season. I'm like, you know, this is where I'm going to be uh-huh. Uh-huh. for this season. You know, and I, and I don't know what God has in store for me. Uh-huh. And... Um, I don't want to say lucky enough, but hey, I found a church and I've been enjoying it. I think it's been three weeks now. Oh, yeah, man. yeah, I know, three weeks. It's been so great, friend. I don't want to lie to you. And, you know, I hardly, I'm one person that's private. Uh-huh, so uh-huh. people don't even know, like, because we don't post these things. My mom, my mom doesn't, my mom doesn't go to church. Uh-huh. My mom is not, my mom is not really saved. <laughs> yeah, I get you. You know? Yeah. So, the first time I went to this church, my mom was like, let me go with you. Guys, my mom went there. My mom enjoyed. Wow. My mom enjoyed. She had a lovely time. I was like, wow. I would actually come back to this church. Mama hasn't wow. been, she hasn't been to church since, I think she's, since she was in her 20s. What do she you used to go to Roman Catholic. That's, that's the church of her grandmother. Uh-huh, uh-huh. The maternal grandmother, paternal grandmother, actually. Uh-huh. My mistake. So it was so great for me to find a church for a season. And feel at home mm-hmm. and not only experience it for the first time alone, but with my family, with yeah, my mom. With mom. Great. And I was like, I was so happy. I was like, oh God, you know what? You are doing your thing and I'm excited. But <sighs> today, today, uh-huh. church was on another level. Yeah. It not like you're going to say today it rained. Did you know that? I don't cry. Yo. <laughs> no, friend. Okay. Oh yes. my God. How was today? How was today? Friend, oh, I even now, even now, I'm, I think I'm still, I know, I don't think, I'm still uh, emotionally exhausted. Uh, you know, when you're in the presence of the Lord, wow. when you come out, I don't know if it's just me, but I, I, I know that a lot of people can relate because you, you you and I have went through that. Yeah. Me and my other friends have actually said, oh my gosh, yo, I'm so tired. Like being in the presence of the Lord sometimes feels like, you're just sitting and you're talking or sometimes you're just in awe of his presence yeah. and you come out there feeling like you've been working child yeah <laughs> yeah i felt so emotionally spent hmm. but it's not even a bad feeling it's just it just shows that yes where you were mm-hmm. there was a lot of power mm-hmm you know yeah and i think i i had that i had that experience today mm-hmm. and i didn't i didn't felt that in a while and i'm I'm not we're not after feelings yes. but you know what sometimes the holy spirit the presence of the holy spirit can can just put you where i am yeah yeah <laughs> you know i and it was so lovely i don't want to lie yo i don't cry I love oh you. And you, know, and you know when you're crying you're... a lot in church now people are probably thinking yo, yeah, this cool. girl is she fine is she okay yeah. and you know what to be fair and to be honest I was going through a lot uh-huh. in terms of oh God, yo, this season, ne? Uh-huh. I can I can feel you carrying me. Sometimes it's so uh-huh. physical where I feel like 
I honestly feel like God is physically mm. <laughs> carrying me. And I know that's not possible, but because I'm like, I'm so tired. I'm so spent, but mm. I'm still getting through the day. I'm still getting through the work and my responsibilities. But in my head, I'm like, how am I doing this? This can only be God. And I know it's God. You know, so I was definitely going through a lot of your Lord. I'm not okay. Yeah, and also just being excited and 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 just I think ex- experiencing that presence of the Holy Spirit and just thinking I'm so privileged. Yeah, like I'm really so privileged to actually be here. Mm. Where you know what, all your problems you just feel like they're not there. <laughs> yeah, you're reminding me. That actually in the presence, once you're in the mm. presence, you also realize, but no, you know what? We are we are actually in a war because the Bible says we wrestle not against the flesh and blood, but That's against so the principalities, true. against powers, yeah. against rulers and darkness. Oh. So once you like literally tap in that presence, you realize what you receive. The Bible says mm. We must receive. Sometimes we don't go through things or we don't achieve things because we don't want to receive what God is giving us. So when when we get in his presence, it's that time for us to receive and say, Lord, I am accepting what you are saying, you know, to me at that point of time, you know. And yeah, and you reminded me today, I was talking to my sister when I came back Uh I was also just bragging to her, oh my word, church was what I needed. Um, yeah. Funny, I, I'm normally that cry baby at times when I feel like, God, I'm in need of you. Like, I just become so speechless. But today, I went to church and I wasn't crying, but I was like fighting for that thing that, Lord, I miss you. <laughs> Come on. Yes. To me. Oh, you know. And my sister said something to me that, um, you know, Bello, when sometimes when someone hasn't had an encounter with God or themselves or with the Holy Spirit, you cannot yeah. convince them any like any much. There's no way that you can yeah. say to them, "Listen, God is like this or like that." But for the for a moment when you will experience God for themselves, that's the only time that you could say, oh, "Okay." Now they know what, they, what they're going through. So everybody has to have that time where they spend with the Holy Spirit and say, no man, I know him. And therefore, because mm. of that moment, I will never leave him. You know, Because yeah. that's the moment that we constantly long for, just to say, Lord, I just want to be in your presence. Because you know your presence oh. as heaven to me, you know? So, oh man, Brenda, yo, I was like, oh, oh Lord, thank you. The only bummer is the church, even if it's closed, the cab is so expensive, eh? But um, mm. I know God will make a way. Child. I'm not even worried about that. <clears throat> yeah. I'm not even worried about that's that. Much. I know he's going to make a way and he's going to find me. I don't know, someone to take me to church. <laughs> God will make a way. You know what I've also Definitely been experiencing? Oh, oh. Did we just go churchy? I love it for us because, hey, we're Jesus babies. We are. We and, are. and we can talk about what we want. <laughs> I love this. We are definitely. I, I've Jesus also been babies. experiencing 
I mean, I've been experiencing, you know, when you're like, okay, God, like the goodness of God follows me. That is a promise, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, from Psalm 23. Mm-hmm. And I've always believed that. Mm-hmm. I don't think I've, 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 I've been intentional at kind of intentionally seeing and looking for that goodness, you know. Mm-hmm. And in a season of waiting, you have all the time in the world. Mm-hmm. I mean, you see God's hand. You know when he's carrying you. Mm-hmm. You see that that, that was God providing. Mm-hmm. Nothing goes unnoticed unless if you, <laughs> you're sleeping, you yeah. know, spiritually. Yeah. I've just been seeing the goodness of the Lord, like with the smallest things. And I'm like, God, you know what? Mm-hmm. The, this, there is no way. Yeah. And with the smallest things... I, I, don't, I can't wait to actually give this testimony, but it's, today's not the day. Okay. With the smallest things where I'm just like, God, is this yeah, you? What is it? This is, this is, this is a miracle. What is this? <laughs> you know? I think. I don't know. But I think. What do you think? I think also just trying to see him in the smallest things, man. You become mm. so, like you appreciate him so much to a point that you start thinking. Yeah. Man, man, this God is for me you know um because when you're in a relationship imagine how much excitement you get somebody just does the little things so yeah we could i think if we could just put god in that intimate in that intimate relationship with us and not put him at a point where we like he's a god where we're spending time with him at a certain time or when we are like i need something or what but when you start having a relationship where this person is your person like yeah. i need to go to him like you so fully dependent on him on anything you start seeing yeah. that no i cannot even do anything without consulting him you know because yeah. his choices are the best for me you know, on even on a little days, I also just noticed. I'm thinking about every time. Let me say, I lose like my key. Oh, let me just say this morning. Um, normally have this uh pack like this cupboard where I put my bras and my underwear, and I was looking for my favorite bra. God, yeah, where's my favorite bra? I can't see it because I'm wearing something <laughs> black. I need it to be black so that either way, you know, whatever yeah. happens. And I'm like, no, Lord, please help me find it. Did I not find it a second later? Because I understood that. I understand that, like, he is constantly there just waiting for you to call on him. And he yeah. wants he wants to help you every time. So I was like, Lord, my promise, please, like, I need it. <laughs> a minute, just a few seconds. There's like, oh, thank you. Thank you, bro. Like, you know. Yeah. And once you start developing that intimate relationship with God, things become so easy. You see him in the small and the big. You learn to thank him in the small and the big. And even in the, I have nothing I have nothing yeah. hard. That's when we start saying that, Lord, even when I have nothing, I know you've done it before. You will not leave me no. now. No, you've been good to yeah. me. You won't leave me now. You know, you start remembering yeah. what he's able to carry you in everything, literally everything. 
you know. I love so, that. I think that even in the smallest things, man, in because if you don't in a season of waiting, in a season oh. of waiting, you can get so fixated on your problems mm-hmm. and arriving at your destination that mm-hmm. you feel like nothing is happening, mm-hmm. you know. But you know what? I want to submit this to 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 our listeners that you mm-hmm. know what just just be intentional about looking for God's goodness and grace yes. in your life. It'll, that will be the best distraction for you. Yes. It'll be the best distraction. I listened to some message. I think it was, I don't, I don't even think it was a, it was a, it was a small clip. Yes. On YouTube. And this man was just saying, also, we can, we can lose ourselves a bit mm-hmm. in a season of waiting. We get so discouraged because we're not arriving, but just be okay with not knowing, you know? Yeah. And I think what I took from that was, you know what? I'm going to be okay with the mystery of God, like with yeah. living a life of, that is full of mysteries mm-hmm. where I don't, ha- I don't have to understand mm-hmm. why I'm, things are feeling like they're a bit delayed. Yeah. Why I feel like my breakthrough <laughs> yeah. is close, but it's not arriving, you know, mm-hmm. but I can definitely distract myself with the, the, the little, a goodness that I'm seeing. And you know what? In a season like this, that little seems so big. It because means perspective a lot. is something yes. else. Perspective yes. is something is something else. That little seems so big. Mm-hmm. So I've I don't know. For the past few weeks I've been living in mystery where I'm like, you know what, God, I don't need to know why. Mm-hmm. I believe you mm-hmm. and we're gonna arrive. Mm-hmm. And let let's do this. Let's keep doing this. Mm-hmm. And like I'm going to, I'm going to allow God the time. I'm going to give him the time mm. to do his thing. Mm. <laughs> you know, I'm just going to give him the time to do his thing. Yeah. And mm. I'll, I'll, I'll wait. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. I will God. wait. Mm. And there was, there's oh. just been so much peace. You know what? This season didn't start off nicely, but yeah. I can... I can attest. I don't know, guys. What I can talk about the peace of God. Yeah. I, I, I don't even. Oh man, I think I'm even getting a bit emotional when I think about mm. it because you, you just can't explain because it doesn't make sense. It doesn't. It because doesn't once you get explain. that peace, friend, mm-hmm. you don't care about understanding. Yeah. You you really don't care about understanding. Yeah. You are like you know what I can lose my right for understanding. Yeah. What is happening? Because there's just so much peace from God. And it's a blessing that I've been sitting on. And yeah. you know what? I pray that over over people that are in a season of waiting out there. Mm-hmm. I know it's not easy. But hey, seasons are seasons. Mm-hmm. And we got to go yeah. through them. <laughs> just, just before we, we move on, I'm just thinking that there's this other pastor saying that... Um, Sometimes, not sometimes, when we pray, we are expecting an answer, where else peace is already an answer, even oh, yeah. before something that you're praying for you've already received or you're waiting to receive. But knowing that you've already spoken to your father about it brings you so much peace. And so that's the peace, answer. Yeah. You do not need to understand how it's going to come. You do not need to know but, how it's going to happen. But you know it's going to happen. But you know There's that. There's going to be an answer. You know mm, that. Already. There's going to be some action from the Lord. Exactly. You know that you were consulted with him. So you don't need to worry. It's like when I, I, I just know this thing of 
when you are not going to a class or something and you're now thinking, oh my word, I'm worried, what am I going to miss? But as long as you told the lecturer that, no, listen, I won't be around. I won't be around. Yeah. yeah. And because they know that no, you're not going to get in trouble. Why people around are thinking, no, this one is not around. It's going to be in trouble. But then already you've consulted with the person that you're supposed to consult with. You know, no matter how things are happening or things are going around you, you just know yeah. that you are at peace because you are not missing out. The leader, God himself is already in control of everything, you know. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah friend, but then, ah, yeah, church was amazing. Church was amazing. I love that. I really And I it. think that is that on kingdom babies diaries <laughs> oh my word i love that that is that is, that is. oh my word mm. we recorded an episode a couple of weeks ago about year end fatigue mm-hmm. remember so yes, there have I been a lot of conversations there have been a lot of conversations privately with um our, our lovely listeners mm-hmm, mm-hmm. especially the ones that um, are very close to us, <laughs> you know, and people were just confused that you know what, guys, I don't know what I'm going through. Mm-hmm. It could be this, it could be an end fatigue, it could not be. What does this look like? And I thought, you know what, yeah, we can afford our lovely listeners mm-hmm. just a little, you know, just a small segment on this, mm-hmm. just to kind of define it, you know, generally, mm-hmm. and maybe just talk about how people can recognize it and, and maybe mm-hmm. how to. How to go through it and navigate yeah, that. And how to actually deal with it, rather. Because, do you know what? We're yeah. still in that little bubble. Yeah, <laughs> we are. We are, definitely. I think it... just last week, we were fasting, right? Mm-hmm. And we're like, we need... We were fasting because we needed to just re- recalibrate, you yeah. know? Because we yeah. were so physically spent, emotionally spent, and we're just like, no, and mentally. Yeah, yeah. You know, we're just like, you know what, let's go on a fast. And, and just and just see if we can just kind yeah. of balance ourselves out. And so now tell us what is NGO fatigue? Like a just All just right. a short definition so that we can people can know what is what. Yeah. So according to our friend Google, <laughs> it says that year end fatigue, you know, also known as end of year fatigue, is a state of physical and emotional tiredness that individuals often experience towards the conclusion of a calendar year. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're towards the, 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 the conclusion of a calendar year, so it makes sense that people are feeling yeah. a bit imbalanced, you know? Yeah. And they say that it can be attributed to a combination of factors such as increased work, demands, holiday stress. Mm-hmm. I don't know about holiday stress, ma'am. But you know what? <laughs> For those that are stressed about holidays... You know. <laughs> Can I come in, guys, please? Come in. Yes. You know, and also the pressure to meet year-end goals or resolutions. This mm-hmm. one, I, I personally think um, it now and then it keeps coming back to me. Like, I try to resist it. But, you know, I think in, our, in one of our episodes, we talked about uh, do we have a vision board? Do we mm-hmm. set goals? And Yes, we do. And I, and, I, and I remember I told you that I did one this year and I had goals and I have goals. Mm-hmm. Still have. But these are not um, just year goals, you know. Mm-hmm. For me, they are, it's more than a year. Mm-hmm. But there were goals that were set for this particular year. Mm-hmm. And not everything on the list is, 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 is achieved. And 
I expected that. I was like, that is okay. Because things can happen. You can plan, but then things will always happen. Mm. But I can't help, but, you know, now and then I have that little, ma'am, yeah, <laughs> what about that, that other girl? Yeah. <laughs> you know? So that can that can also just bring in a bit of stress, you know? Yeah. So they say that this kind of fatigue can result in dec- decreased motivation, productivity, and overall well-being as people look forward to a fresh start in the upcoming year. Mm. Now, that is the definition of year-end fatigue. And you know what? I can definitely... I agree. Um, yeah, I, 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 listen, I, I see this. I'm experiencing most of these things. Mm-hmm. And, and I think I've been having conversations, obviously, after that episode with a couple of friends, and they've been saying, listen, I don't know, like, I'm... I'm not motivated. Mm-hmm. I am just physically not okay. I'm mentally, especially mentally. I think I've had people come to me and mm-hmm. say, "Oh, spin, <laughs> I am not okay. Yeah, I am not fine. Mm-hmm. Like, what is happening? You know, and it it has to do with um just I think also just our age where mm-hmm. people are people are they had goals mm-hmm. and they have goals and you just feel like things are not you know things are not aligning mm-hmm. as per the goal mm-hmm. you know things are slow and i'm just tired and this mm-hmm. can this can deal with you also mentally mm-hmm. and now with the with the end uh, of the year mm-hmm. coming to with the i mean with the with the with the year coming to an end, end. i'm sorry mm-hmm. people have that stress of man what do i have to show you know, for this year, like that big thing, you know, there, there are those small wins. Mm-hmm. Like, what is that big thing that, 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 that shows that, you know what I've, I've done my work, Yeah. you know, I've, I've put in the work mm-hmm. and what are the fruits? Where's the big fruit? Mm-hmm. You know, so people, people have honestly been, been hitting me up and honestly, I pray that that's, yeah. I think that's the language that I know in this season where I'm like, you know what? I don't have advice, guys. I'm because I mean I'd be preaching to myself. Yeah. Because I, I myself you. need that. So what what I can do, my language has just been to pray for people. And if I do find words of encouragement uh-huh. that I actually believe I would I would offer that. But this has been a serious conversation around like amongst yeah. my peers and my friends. Yeah, because yeah. I also think um I also have been getting a lot of bad friends, you know. I think that it's also just understanding because how we recognize it is how exhausted we are. Like you get to Monday, you get into Monday, you already wish it was Friday. And once you blink on Friday, it's already Monday again, you know, and people are just so exhausted. You just constantly answer. I really don't know why I'm so tired. And I don't know, like, I don't know how to navigate, you know, um, it's, it's understandable, you know, and somehow, somehow you just feel like you don't even want to do the fun things that you normally do, you know, yeah. um, you don't have time, you, you're constantly just wishing to be in a space where you're just like, I just want to sleep, you know, I want to yeah. sleep. And even that sleep becomes just so short, you know. So I think um, how you do actually see that you're in space is when you're really exhausted and you don't feel like doing what you normally do 
or you don't even feel motivated because also I think people need to realize that if you are tired it's not a matter of just saying okay I give up it's a matter of taking a break and give yourself yeah. and take some time to yourself you know and um, yeah and knowing that no man I'm tired because we do get tired that's reality we get tired yeah. and you you come to the hospital hospital thinking that oh I don't know what is wrong with me but you're just actually exhausted I had a actually at the hospital and they have this pain this constant throbbing pain that they were having and when you're just trying to find out what could be the reason then you just ask the uh, the person like is everything okay at home and then she started saying no um I'm being bullied at school and what, 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 what. And I'm thinking, oh, okay. So this is a somatic pain. The whole thing that is happening in school is now manifesting in the body. You get me? Because you start getting Mm -hmm. sick simply because you are exhausted or you have so many things that so many things that you're thinking about you know so i think that needs to be done yeah things that need to be done and you just feel like you don't have time so i think one thing that would actually help in trying to uh deal with everything is just reframing your mindset you know and understand that you know what i am tired and therefore, I need to take a break so that you can actually find a positive light to understanding that no man, I'm exhausted, you know, because people yeah. also do know the whole India fatigue. They know that, okay, guys, we're tired. And then it starts becoming something that is just normal, that we're tired. But what you're doing about it is important because someone else can take it negatively and just say, I'm tired. I'm not getting out of bed and that's it. But if you reframe yeah. your mindset and understanding that I need to take a break and make time for yourself, take care of yourself yeah. because you cannot always say yes to people, you know, and say, uh, someone calls, oh, don't you want us to go here? And you can feel that you don't want to be here. Say you don't no. don't have the energy. I can't, you know, I, I, I can't. I don't have the capacity to do it. I'm so sorry, yeah. not today, you know? And that's how you start. You start small in realizing that you're actually at this state and then you deal with it by taking time to yourself. And if yeah. it really gets to an extent where it gets really worse, then you need to ask someone to help you, you know? True. Because if you, you can feel that. Yeah, yeah. You know what? Uh, actually, we're talking about also just not having capacity to to maybe have a social life when someone calls you out. You know, sometimes it all it's also with work. Uh-huh. I know that for me, I think about three weeks ago, uh-huh. I had a submission, you know, uh-huh. and I was working tirelessly at this and I was going to reach my deadline on time. Like I was going to be fine. Uh-huh. You know, my laptop just started acting and I'm like, what is this? I remember My laptop was extra slow uh-huh. and I was like, Oh my goodness. This is me. I was supposed to sleep around 12 in the a.m., submit my work at around 6 a.m. because I was going to sleep, wake up in the morning, go Uh through my work, and then email my work. Great. Uh Ma'am, I did not sleep. What was supposed to take me six hours took me over 12 hours. At Uh six, I I had been up the whole night. 
Now it's mm. morning. It's 6 a.m. in the morning. I'm still up. I cannot. <laughs> I'm mm. so far <laughs> from doing the most tedious. The mo- And it was such little work. I, I was not okay. I was like, you know what? Someone is trying to test me. I'm not okay. Now there's load shedding at 6. Uh-huh. And I need my connection. I'm like, you know what? Let me sleep. I'll wake up at 8. Mm-hmm. And I'll be revived and I can, I can, because I was, I think me, sub, I know me submitting at 6 a.m. was going to be an early submission. Mm-hmm. My latest was supposed to be um, around 12 p.m. that day, but I wanted to just submit it and get it over and done with my sleep, yeah. knowing that I'm done. Mm-hmm. I was like, you know what? I still have time. I still have about six, four hours, six, four hours. Mm-hmm. Okay. Four hours because now I'm, I'm going to be sleeping for the two hours of load shedding. Uh-huh. I wake up at eight. I have this banging headache. I feel like I'm zoning in and out. I feel like I'm, uh-huh. I'm on cloud night. Guys, I was not okay. I was like, there's no way. Uh-huh. I was definitely having a mental breakdown. I was so fatigued. I was like, this makes sense. I was up the whole night. Uh-huh. And this work that I'm doing, it needs me to concentrate. It needs me uh-huh. to be, you know, attentive. To I was like, there's no way. Yeah. I'm tapping out, you know, so. Even in, 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 in such situations, I called my supervisor. I was like, ma'am, listen, this is what happened. And right now I'm not okay. I'm not in a state where I can actually do this. Can we reschedule? Because I had a meeting that day. I was uh-huh. like, can we reschedule this whole thing? She's uh-huh. like, do not worry. This is the first time I actually did that. Because you know that I always think uh-huh. too much. And I never say yeah. it when it comes to work. When someone says, are you able to do this? I'm like, yep. Even I though can I, do know, it. I don't know it. I can mm. do it. I'll go on YouTube and try to figure things out. Guys, yeah. I, the way I know how to use Excel now, like it's... That's definitely in the word. I will, I will use YouTube to, to, to find out, you know? Yeah. So this was the first time I actually said to this lady, uh, Prof, this is what's happening and I'm not okay. I yeah. feel like I'm having a, a mental breakdown. She's like, yeah. please do not worry about it. And I was not expecting that because, you know what? I'm not a people pleaser, but I think I've been seeing some, I don't know, some signs of maybe I am when it comes to my work, you know, because I'm a performer. One thing that I had to like learn not to do is to, 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 to put um, maybe my work as my identity mm-hmm. and identify with work. Like if I'm doing well, that means I'm good. That means I'm great. You know, that's, mm-hmm. that's something that I had to work through over the years. So I, mm-hmm. I might be a people pleaser when it comes to work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so mm-hmm. I'm so glad that I actually was honest in that moment. And I was like, you know what? I'm not okay. I'm really mm-hmm. not okay. Not only am I fatigued, but mentally I'm going through it. And I feel like my head mm-hmm. is going to explode. And she's like, do not worry about it. Please rest. And when you're ready, just let me know we'll have the meeting yeah so it, it doesn't have to be with friends it doesn't have to be with family mm-hmm. it can also be at work uh-huh. you know just have that i don't know just have that hope that you know what when you speak to your boss they'll understand obviously don't yeah. misuse and abuse yeah don't take advantage you know, that kind of privilege yeah don't, that kind of privilege don't that's but true. when you do know that listen this here i'm not okay mm-hmm. try and, and and take that that break I think you know that's, that's that's definitely it. It's it's just part of like what I was saying that you really need to uh, learn to ask for help when you need it. Yeah, you know. Yeah, uh, because sometimes we're really afraid to say, you know what, I need help. Because once yeah. you realize that, you know what, you fatigue, 
that's when you do really need help because you cannot do everything, you know, on on yourself. And then there's also like people who are on the other side of, there's people who can't be social. And then there's people who are not social at all. And sometimes learning to deal with um, fatigue is trying to be social, like maintaining your social life. Because sometimes we find ourselves in spaces like myself, I've been here since the 3rd of Jan. And trying to deal with this fatigue, I need to now try and maintain a social life with my people and call, you know, call friends or go out somewhere, go out to a place where you can see that, you know what, there is life, there is people outside of your work, you know, and that could actually help you. And otherwise, that's how you actually try and deal with this whole thing, you know, of just being tired. Take time to yourself, set your mindset to just say, I am tired, I understand, but what can I do to actually take care of myself, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah, Yeah. set boundaries and say, no, I can't, not today, you know? And it's okay to take a break, you know? It's not like you're folding your hands and you're sleeping and of a sudden yeah. poverty is going to hit you no it's taking a break because the bible does and say that he will give us after naps he'll give us rest yeah if- and you know it's also important for people mm-hmm. to know that we're not trying to not do anything man yeah you know yeah. sometimes we we put on so much we mm-hmm. and there are people that don't have the privilege mm-hmm. to take mm-hmm. breaks to mm-hmm. be honest because we know that there are people that have to work you yeah. don't necessarily have bosses that are like, nah, you can take a break. Some people have two jobs and they, they need the two jobs, you know. Mm-hmm. So we, we understand that there are people that do not have the privilege to take a break. But find ways that will work for you to make sure mm-hmm. that you, you manage, you know, this kind of exhaustion. Because, mm-hmm. girl, boy, you have one body. Mm-hmm. And you need to take care you of have it. one body and you need to take care of it. I mean, after all, we're asking for long life, guys. We can't just say, Lord, can I please have long life? And you're not taking care of it. You know, yeah. you need to take care of it. You need to wow. exercise because you are really praying for the long life. Yeah. Like having that faith is... for something, you know? Yeah. yeah. So that praying. is that on that is the Whispered that is... Wellness. That is yeah. the, I think that segment was you know, true whispered mm-hmm. wellness. Take care of yourself. We just, we just want to submit that to you guys. Take care of yourself. Yes. Take care of your body. Take care of your mind. Take care of your spirit. And yeah, friend, thank you so much yeah. for that. <laughs> yes, but friend, before we actually go into our end, the end of, our, of today's conversation, it was your birthday. Oh my goodness. Oh my word. Oh my goodness. Like from on behalf, of, on behalf of me and the listeners, we sing happy belated birthday again. How was that? How was that? And that okay, let me first say this. I know a lot of people don't know my age because hey, <laughs> we never play with those numbers. <laughs> but I think I don't have the anxiety anymore. Mm-hmm, I think mm-hmm. age has always given me some sort of anxiety. But you know what? I am free from that and I thank God so much. Yeah. For that I can actually be like, you know what? I'm 29. Yeah. I'm 29 years old. 
And hey, guys, last year in my 20s, <laughs> I can't believe in your 20s. Guys, I was just a 19 year old baby the other day. What happened? <laughs> And now it's like your last step in the ground of 20. I'm, I'm 21 for the last time, you know. <laughs> Next year, I'll be on, you know, the 30s. But anyway, yeah. oh my goodness, friend, I done went through it. <laughs> I remember, uh-huh. um, you know, my friends are extra. I mean, you know, as friends, we're extra. <laughs> so one friend called me exactly at 12 a.m. Because uh-huh. but yeah. my... My one of my I don't want to say practices, but one of the things that I usually do that I always do actually mm-hmm. is at twelve, and that's why I hardly I don't even think, I don't even remember a time on my birthday I went out at night. Mm-hmm. I think I think just once, like I I always want to be at home or in a space where I can actually pray at twelve mm-hmm. and like thank God because honestly, it's not a new thing like birthdays. Mm-hmm. Have mm-hmm. always given me so much anxiety. Yeah, They've always overwhelmed me. I'm like, oh my gosh, I just want to run away. <laughs> and I, I was yeah. not away until this one girl in uni, I think uh-huh. around fourth year. You know her. You know her actually. She was like, uh-huh. Spin. You know, I've I've realized something on your birthdays. You sometimes just go a wall. Like you just go. You know, missing an uh-huh. action a bit, and then you come back. <laughs> and because I get so overwhelmed and, and I get so anxious, and, and I don't know where that is coming from. And yeah. you know what? Even till this day, I don't know why. And like I told you, I'm living in the mysteries of life. I'm okay with not knowing until mm-hmm. it actually mm-hmm. unfolds. And I'll, I'm fine. Mm-hmm. I just don't want the anxiety anymore. And I don't have it. So it okay. started and I was praying and I was praying, mama. And I was crying. Oh, you know? my word. It's not the crying. You know, it's the crying. It's like- <laughs> Like with those you know. Yeah. And I was crying, and a friend of mine called me, and then she, oh, she's a crybaby. Like she's, she's like, oh, like she's that girl that I yeah. cry with. You know? mm-hmm. And she, we, she starts like just starts um wishing me a happy birthday, telling me sweet things and blessing me, you know, encouraging me. And I was like, oh. Then mm-hmm. we both start crying, and now she's crying because she's like, I love you so much. I'm like, oh, guys. We are such crybabies. I love it for us. <laughs> I'm crying. I'm crying. We're crying. And then we get off the call and then somehow I manage to sleep. Uh-huh. In the morning, I wake up. Friend, my face, my eyes are small. <laughs> They're swollen. I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> it was such a crying. mess. Oh, my word. It was such a mess. And I remember I went to the gym. Uh-huh. Oh, I didn't have. I think I had load shedding, and it was probably stage five because I had load shedding for about four hours. Yes. From eight, I was like, let me just go to the gym and just leave this house. Mm. I went to the gym, mm. and um, that was a nice session. The guys at the gym were like, "Oh my gosh, are you fine? Did you sleep? Why are you eyes like something? Oh, guys, my birthday, and 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 you know, uh-huh. and then um, a certain man." <laughs> And I don't wanna you know I don't wanna go deep into this, but yeah. He just comes in and he makes my morning. I think just also uh-huh. talking to him, it's it, it's it's so nice. Uh-huh. You know, so just seeing him was, was lovely. 
That's wow. all I'm gonna say. It's the man for <laughs> me. <laughs> and then I go home, and then I go on with my day. Now I'm waiting because I had a date. I had to go out. Um, so I I wait for for the power to obviously come back, mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. I get ready. I go for my photo shoot, and I go for, you know. I just my things, man. I I have it now. I'm. I, th- I think at that point I was okay. I was like, okay, we're twenty nine, and yeah. you must get it through your skull, child. That <laughs> you are twenty nine. Yeah, you know. But I think what that did was honestly just remind mm. me of societal expectations when mm. it comes to age. Mm. You know that by this age you should have had this. Mm. By that age, you should have been married, <laughs> mm. you know. And I'm like, I'm 29, and I'm not engaged. <laughs> I'm still in talking stages, child. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> but it keeps, marriage there's a stage. I, there's a marriage stage. way. No, but mm. I, I'm, I'm just on some, at least you have a stage going on, girl, you know. Girl. But then either way, girl. also... um we do not know what the future holds really but there is no rush i feel like i don't know um i have this friend of mine here she is constantly talking about age and i'm just thinking lord have mercy and um i when i arrived in in peace when i was in peace this lady thought i was i think she thought i was 23 or 22 or something so she constantly yeah. called me oh you're my baby you're my baby i'm gonna call you coco melon because you always play coco melon for the babies i'm like yes dog it's okay and to only find out that i'm actually even older than her friend and i was you like, told me this and <laughs> i was like mm, okay girl it's okay uh, it's fine but one thing about me, I don't look at my age, friend. I'm so sorry. It's one thing that doesn't, that I don't even think about because I I think it, it I had to zone out of age the day I actually applied it or was accepted into this program. I was like, yeah. if I'm going to start thinking about age and I know that I have to be in medical school for another six years, six I'm years? going to panicking and I'm gonna start thinking that you know everything is supposed to be rush rush. I have to find my superman in in varsity or what. But <laughs> as time went on or as time is going, even I think this year I I met someone <laughs> I met someone and he constantly just brings up this point you and I'm just thinking no Please put yourself alone. Don't include me in that group. Don't include me in the equation, please. Because as much as yes, I'm Dala, but I know that the God I serve is is the God of his time. You know? He's not a God that is just going to be... He's not like... I feel like God has... I don't know. I wish I could put it in my language. As in like, yeah. his timing is perfect, you know? He has and his he, own time, yeah. He is not a foolish God that doesn't have order. He's got yeah. absolute order. Therefore, even when he plans whatever for me, he knew. 
you know when we say kwashanga phansi kwagqitjwa konke impilo yam we saying god knew mm. from the beginning to the end and who starts a good work he will put it into completion you know so despite any time it's going to give me that man and i'm going to still have the best long years with him and be it my friends whatever that i sometimes look at and i'm like you living your best life in that marriage like, come on yeah. and i'm just thinking i'm also going to have the same you know but yeah. i got time and it's not even only about relationships even work even understanding that okay i don't have a car i've been saying to you i need a car <laughs> you've been saying i'm like where do you want to go <laughs> i was just being silly though <laughs> and i'm just thinking i need a car because i'm just thinking lord i do need a car but i realize that no man at his time he will give me you know um, car, yeah. but also it's just also not re- not being relaxed you remind uh, remembering that i went to this um this other uh i think it was some church thing that i was in and this man was telling a young man and he was like when god says it is not good for a man to be alone yeah when you deciding not to get married when you deciding to say oh no i'll do it later in life it's like you god's will when you are saying you're not going to do it now you know because he said it that mm-hmm. it's not good for you to be alone so what are you waiting for so it's also sure. understanding that it's not saying i'm pushing it but it's saying that lord you know at the right time you're going to make it happen not that i don't want it but your timing yeah. is always perfect because also if we're going to try and act ignorant as if we don't want these things we don't want to make it in life we're also just lying to ourselves we are lying to sure. ourselves cuz we do want these things we want we the, want them we want the good life i want to call you and be like friend let's meet at a podcast and let's shoot in um in cape town and this hotel and you know we in a different environment with our cameras and everything we want to have those things and they're going to happen but if we we keep saying that in due time and not planning for them and not working towards them then we are actually also not doing anything you know so yeah. if we are asking god for something prepare put your work in it but do yeah. depend on him on making it happen you know so yeah i think age for me is not like uh it's not a problem but it understanding that um being obedient to god he will constantly refresh in you fresh in you constantly will make you beautiful i mean here they think i'm 23 you know they think i'm 23 and i do sometimes shim make sure i act 23 i make sure listen you know on my sure. birthday on yes, on my business whatsapp so i just put on my my picture mm-hmm. for my photo shoot and i was like oh happy 21st birthday to myself mm-hmm. and people at my gym the girls at my gym were like what are you 21 oh my gosh i thought you were 24 oh my word <laughs> i'm a girl i am 21 i am 24 i am 29 child and oh you know what guys big 
um, constantly, like I think just constantly seeking the Lord and being mm-hmm. in the presence of the Lord. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yes, guys will stay young forever. Me, I'm going to be mm-hmm. a young forever. In oh, my, oh, and not only physically, but also in my spirit. We will. Where I'm not going to be just be acting like a 30 because i can do that because my i have a personality of a very um strict person i think it takes people that are very close very close to me to see the silly side of me where i'm just laughing like i'm crazy where we're just making silly jokes and we're sharing silly memes and inappropriate um jokes (laughs) you know just reading um someone's status man um i think it's from an it's from an article i don't know if it's really an article but they had just screenshot something that says church courts appear to live longer and have less stress according to research so it says analyzing uh population data from uh, I think it's, uh, I don't know where, a team from UCLA and uh, Vanderbilt CTSAs, uh, they found out, um, a, they found a significant association between church attended and mortality among adults between 40 and 65 years. So they say that people who attend a church more than than once a week had um, 55% reduction in all course mortality compared to non church goers on, uh, on one measure of stress and uh, church goers tended to be fair, uh, to be fair better than non church oh, wow. goers. So that I is interesting. Know. <laughs> I know, right? It's interesting I, research. And I think, as far as research is concerned, okay, I, I, I'll take it. I'll take it. But also, I think where, where scripture is concerned and when scripture is applied, like the word of God is applied, that should also be the case where mm-hmm. we should be less stressed. Because, you know, the Bible talks about casting your burden onto the Lord and he will sustain yeah, you. Yeah. By mm-hmm. virtue of that, I mean, you obviously not going to be stressed because mm-hmm. you have given him that load yeah. and that burden, yeah. Yeah. you know. So, yeah. guys, let's leave our worries and anxiety with the Lord. And guys, let's yeah. allow him to burden, like to ease our burden and lighten our That's load true. of stress. That's true. And That's all true. you need to do is ask him, you know? Yeah. And you I mean, that? after all, church is, is not a building. Church is within. And it's yeah. fellowshipping with people that is church, you know? Um, so if you go around and just be with people that actually feel your spirit, that's church. So yeah. I was actually telling you to do that. Yes, do I was that. telling a friend the other day that you know these days, mm-hmm. um, you know I'm I, I'm actually thinking of Matthew six thirty four. It says, "Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow. For tomorrow, mm-hmm. worry about itself." Mm-hmm. Friend, practically in the season, this how that looks like in my life is. Mm-hmm. I move like I don't see my problems because mm-hmm. whether I stress over them or not, they're mm-hmm. not going to change. In it's fact, true. if I stress over them they're going to look bigger and bigger yeah. and actually overwhelm me, you know? Yeah. So, saints, <laughs> listeners, mm-hmm. let's just, let's just relax. No, you know what? Let's allow God yeah. to take on our burden. Oh. And I think, I think that is that. That brings um, us to the end of our <laughs> It doesn't. Is, is it time already? I know it sounds right. I think, um, there's so much to say because now I'm even thinking, should I even say more? Because I'm thinking, 
uh, the scripture that you're just talking about, it just makes me think of a lot. I used to always ask myself this when I was a kid, that, okay, so if I'm worrying, just trying to make sure that the scripture is practical to me. I ask myself, okay, so if I worry, am I going to uh, get a batola? No, <laughs> so no, stop worrying. You let's, know? Stop, let's stop it. Yeah. yeah, Let's stop worrying and just relax, guys, because it does not yeah. add anything into our lives. Instead, it does make us sick. Yeah, you know what? We've come to the end of our episode. And for me, I, I think I just love to remind people that, you know, when they say age is just a number, it is honestly just a number. And mm-hmm. when it comes around the conversation of age and success, I know that that is, that is a lot of, that is a lot challenging for a lot of people mm-hmm. out there, mm-hmm. especially mm-hmm. in an economy like South Africa, where, mm-hmm. I mean, they say, go to school, you go to school. And we can't all be entrepreneurs at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. Some of us are going to seek employment and there, there, there seems to be none. You know, there um, seems to be no solutions for our economy. And so I'm saying, remember, age is just a number. And uh-huh. a lot of people have achieved r- remarkable success later in life. And uh-huh. later could be 30, later could be 35, you know, encouraging everyone. And I've been, I've been looking at the stats of the people that listen to us. We have a lot of people from the age of 23 to 35, you know, <laughs> and I love uh-huh. that, you know. Uh-huh. And people must not be deterred, man. People must, it, it's okay to achieve success at a later life at a later Later time later later stage in life you know Uh that is your journey and it's very unique Uh you know and your experiences and the wisdom that you can get now Uh is definitely going to assert you on your path to achieving your goals so Uh i think my submission is for us to to stay focused and i'm preaching to myself to Uh stay focused determined and believe in our abilities to to make progress you know and be persistent Uh you know and just to, you know, our aspirations will be fulfilled. <laughs> Let's yeah, just stay the true. course. Let's stay the course, stay the path. Yeah. And yeah. when you're feeling like you can't, it's okay not to be okay. But don't stay there. Get up, fight again. And mm-hmm. those mm-hmm. that are in their waiting seasons as well. Because, you know, this waiting season plus the ageism thing, it's a lot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like double the trouble. The trouble. You know? So even for those that are mm-hmm. waiting on the Lord and waiting in the Lord, mm-hmm. man, just wait with grace, you know, and be okay with not knowing. Ooh. Wait with grace and just be okay with not knowing. Mm-hmm. And one thing that I've also seen that I do these days is that I honestly, I have goals and I can see the future. I see the light at the end of the tunnel, but I I trust God daily. Like, I don't want to worry about Friday. I'm like, God, if you can do one, two, three, four, <laughs> this day will be fine. You know, mm-hmm. it's it's actually reminding me of the children of Israel where they, <laughs> the, 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 they, they were receiving manna, you know? And yeah. others wanted to, to, to keep it for the next day. Yeah. just And then it would get spoiled. No. So I was like, you know what? I'm in that era where I'm yeah. honestly thanking God mm. for today's provision. I'm like, God, mm. if I can get through the day, if you can give me strength for the day, mm. for me to do the things that I have to do mm-hmm. and provide what needs to be provided for. Mm-hmm. I am happy. Mm-hmm. I don't want to focus on tomorrow. I'm okay. Yes, I have hope and I have, my hope is in you and I trust that tomorrow will also be better, but I don't want to stress about tomorrow, mm-hmm. you know? So that is my submission <laughs> and I, and I'm done. <laughs> wow, guys, that is actually 
amazing. I don't know why, but there's a there's a scripture that is in my hair, in my hair that um, I think it's in First Kings. I want to open my Bible. I want to open my Bible because I feel like I'm gonna drive. I don't know. Like, open the Bible. I'm we want to make sure. About, I want to make sure as well. I'm thinking about what you're actually saying. Um. Uh, it says, I think it's in, okay, no, no, it is in First Kings. It's in First Kings, 1844. And it came to pass at the seventh time that he said, behold, there arises a little cloud out, out yeah. of the sea, like a man's hand. And he said, go up and say unto Ahab, prepare thy chariot and get thee down that the rain, uh, that the rain stop thee not. I don't know what the other what the other version is saying but i remember one way it says um a cloud as small as a man's hand is rising from the sea so yeah. elijah said and it says go and tell ahab hitch up your chariot and go down before the rain stops you the rain was not there yet ne? the rain was yeah. not there yet and the cloud was clear but there was just a small cloud as small as a hand that was there but now elijah was told that go and uh go and tell ahab that they must be ready and they must go before the rain you know stops them imagine there is nothing that you can see that god is about to do you feel like there is nothing that is coming okay but i'm sure there is just that little hope that can keep you going that the rain mustn't stop you. Just prepare yourself in terms of saying that God is about to do something big. Yeah. Because that small cloud that you're seeing, he's about to open up big time for you. It's about to rain. Because imagine if now he's saying, go down before the rain stops you. It means this rain is going to be a hard rain. But there is a small cloud in the sky. A small cloud, as small as a hand, but the rain is going to be even stopping you. So whatever we're going through in this time of season of waiting, in this fatigue, remember that there is that small cloud and prepare for that rain because that rain is coming, guys, and it can be able to stop us. And it's so unfortunate that these rains become so big that they can create floods. But take it as a blessing. That small cloud is going to be coming a flood in your life. God is going to be doing so many things that are great that they are flooding. But from a small cloud. So we must hang in there from those little things that are bothering us. And whatever that we are going through, whatever we are waiting on, that little light that you can see, God is about to show you a glow. And he's going to show off. So I think that that's what, that's what just came into my mind. And if you that. just depend on God, guys, let's just yeah. depend on him. I feel like he's yeah. just so good. He's faithful. He's faithful and he cares, you know. So, yeah, yeah. that's where I'm going to end it. Because I'm out here like, God, I'm depending on you. Yeah. No, I love you. that. And honestly, after, after all of that, there is absolutely nothing to say. <laughs> the word of God is final. You closed it so nicely, and yeah, yeah. Uh, it was lovely. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank, thank you, you so thank much, you. friend. You must have a lovely one, guys. Until our next episode. God bless you. We're here, guys. God bless you. Bye bye.